Welcome to the Government Technology Insider Podcast. I'm your host, Lucas Hunsaker. In this episode, we're taking a closer look at how to unlock total experiences. Federal agencies are using advanced technologies to improve the way citizens interact with government agencies. They are seeking out the ways to empower citizens and employees across multiple channels and through various interactions and touch points and to keep all interactions unified. To truly maximize the customer experience, CXOs must work to understand and develop a total experience strategy for coherent transformation of services to support mission priorities. For our conversation today, I sat down with Joe Jetter, Senior Vice President of Technology Services at Maximus. I hope you enjoy our conversation today. I'd like to first thank you, Joe, for joining us today. It's a pleasure to talk to you, and I'm looking forward to our conversation. It's great to be with you today. So let's go ahead and get started with the first question. So customer experience is not a new topic or a concept, but TX or total experience might be a new term for some. So let's start off by defining what exactly is total experience. Well, total experience really looks holistically at the the landscape of how both a user or a citizen, but also the employee and those around the employee might engage the citizen. So it takes really a holistic view of things. It used to be in the past, we only thought about user experience or that end user experience, but so much about the employee or the person delivering uh, the service is is critical to the user experience. We had to bring in the whole picture and the whole view, and that's where Gartner began to define the world of, of, of total experience to make sure we took in all of the surrounding people and interactions that happen in, in delivering a service to uh, a user. In this case, we deliver these things to citizens in the federal world. Excellent. So. Let's jump into the second question, Joe. So emphasizing a people-first approach is crucial for driving transformation. So tell me, how do federal agencies ensure that technology aligns with this principle and, of course, plays an essential role in connecting and enabling customer experience? Well, a a number of years ago, GSA started working on the concept of a center of excellence around customer experience. And so... uh, GSA and others started looking first about what it meant to build a service around the person receiving that service in mind. What does it mean for the citizen or the people first who are going to receive the service to build it out? Instead of technology in, we built it people out. And so uh, over the last few years, and I think the pandemic accelerated this, this thinking very much so, is that, oh, wow. We, we're, we're not able to, to, to be in direct contact with that uh, uh, or, or face-to-face contact with a particular user. Uh, how do we extend an offering? Even though we had contact centers and things like that in the past, how do we make it so that, that we, we're able to really deliver a holistic service, an impactful service, a service that solves the citizen's problem as opposed to just putting technology out there? And that's really, I'll say, the core of change as we've been thinking about a people-first strategy. It is always starting with the the person in mind and then building out to the technology that's going to complement that or the experiences of the people that are going to interface with a citizen. What what is that experience and how do these experiences uh, coalesce in order to achieve a mission? So this is what we're going to find more and more of. And we talk more and more about the people first approach, the, the CX, uh, the customer experience uh, or citizen experience, how that impacts and how that has to be reflected in solutions. Yeah, so can we talk about too, just a little bit about MX mixed reality technologies and how 
CX and EX strategies are, are being leveraged with, with that? So MX really is a reflection of the evolving space of technologies. We always talked about an omni-channel. You may hear us talk about an omni-channel approach is using the multiple ways to reach or to accomplish an activity with a citizen. So it may not just be a contact, it's not just a contact center. It's not a, just a website. It's not just a text or mobile experience. It could be a VR experience. It could be uh, a whole host of experience that a client can take the experience that beats their journey the best. So the the whole MX world now is saying, how do we take have these variety of issues so we can be more personalized against our against the citizen? Uh, it's not a one size fits all. It's let's meet people where they're at and the experience they like to have. Like for example, I, I have a, a college age child. My my son's a, a junior in college, and I and I have a, a mother who's an elderly senior citizen. They need two different types of experiences when coming in and impacting the government. My son could be very comfortable in the world of virtual reality. My mother wouldn't know what to do with it in the first place. So we have to meet people where they are. This goes back to a people first, a total a total set of experiences, and uh, the mix the MX experience is just a, another complement to that to achieve that multi-channel, but moreover, a personalized engagement with a citizen. Yeah, so building off some advanced technologies, what what additional advanced technologies can be leveraged to enhance citizen engagement and streamline government services that align with this total experience model? So um, we're we're we are now in the realm of uh, we've been delivering AI related tools more and more to to help a citizen to better tailor the experience for a citizen and to get better response responses to them, more timely responses and also more impactful responses, whether delivered by uh, a, a contact center agent or a caseworker or a multi-channel experience. So we're using AI to, to enhance that, that world. And you'll hear more and more about AI. Uh, most recently, a lot of people have obviously have heard about ChatGPT and things like that. We're use, starting to look at and explore how large language models can help deliver information uh, to both uh, a caseworker contact center agent or or a digital channel uh, much more faster, much more impactful and much more with a, with a degree of accuracy that also is a part of the personalized experience to to the to the user. So you'll 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 see that you'll hear AI, you'll hear us talk about generative AI more and more and large language models that, that that'll come more and more into play as we look at the future and those technologies. You'll hear us talk about the ability to handle more and more multiple languages. You're going to hear that conversation come about because some of the, the, the latest technologies around chatbots and how you enable those chatbots have, have multilingual capabilities. So on one end, uh, a caseworker or, or a contact center agent can be speaking in English to someone who speaks another language and in real time that that conversion takes place with accuracy. So you'll, you'll see more and more of that coming into play. Uh, with multiple languages. So you're starting to see the, the building box of how the digital world is intersecting with the ability to deliver a human-centered designed experience to a citizen. So that's what we're really excited about, this evolving world, because more and more we're getting more tools that allow us to, to drive, I'll call it a mass personalization. So it doesn't feel like a mass experience. It feels like a personalized experience that our citizens are getting more and more of. So you'll see that on a roadmap. It's it's not 
all there today, but you'll see more and more, I'll say, personalization around the user, personalization around the employee. So you'll see a, a level of engagement and a way of managing it so that so that we have accuracy and focus on achieving mission. That's great. Thank you, Joe. So let's dig let's dig a little bit deeper into what exactly federal federal agencies can do. So what what specific initiatives can can they undertake to empower both citizens and government employees in their interactions with government agencies? So I think the first set of things that have to happen, obviously we we're we're talking about digital transformation in many ways. We're, we're taking uh, and, and I look at the work we do around human-centered design and and really, really baking in the latest concepts around human-centered design as core to shaping any engagement we have with citizens and employees, et cetera. So, so how do we think about that first? Secondly, it takes a set of fundamentals in, in around the world of data management to bring together, because now we're talking about being able to use various data sets and we need to be able to have those data sets correlated in a particular way. So it requires data management and the use of tools that give us good data management to use a variety of data sets and present data to a citizen, to, to an agent or caseworker that, that allows for a great degree of accuracy and precision as they give an answer. So that's, that's a second thing the federal agencies do looking into that. There's also more and more the need of, I'll say, uh, use of data between agencies. So that means there's going to have to be federated arrangements. And there's, there's different federated arrangements even today, but more and more federated arrangements that allow data to be used between agencies as appropriate and then torn down. So after that data is used for whatever purposes, it's able then not to, to continue. And so that's, that's another layer of data management that is, has to do with the federation of data and the agreements that are created between agencies to make sure that data can be used for uh, driving an outcome for a citizen, for an employee. I think a third area of work obviously is around the realm of cybersecurity. All the work around AI, all the work around large language models is going to require increased identity, transparency, and security around how that protection around the various data and data sets. So when you think about it on one end, we have to know the users, the user, we have to know the employees, the employee, and we have to make sure that's validated on, on every transaction. We have to have a transparency. If we generate an answer that comes across multiple data sets, we have to have a transparency of where that data started and how that data is delivered and who delivered it. So there has to be a traceability through the process. Then thirdly is the protection of data. More and more as, as, as we become more and more increasingly reliant, we're already relying on data as we increasingly become reliant on data, the protection around data and making sure that uh, malicious actors don't impact, invade, or infect our data. And so we're able to keep the data sets very clean, very secure uh, in support of the missions that they must deliver. That's great, Joe. So you've definitely alluded to and described some of the existing challenges and future challenges that agencies are going to have to overcome. but when implementing a total experience strategy for, for transforming government services, how can agencies start to overcome these challenges and obstacles? Well, I think the first thing to do, agencies all should have a CX uh, task force. So, so where, where they're looking at how do they integrate and employ a CX strategy in, in their agency and to provide some oversight on selection of tools, uh, selection of process, 
um, and and advise um, the various functions on on that people first approach. So uh, I would say that that is a core best practice is to stand up and an advisory a task force around that particular space as it's a concept that we're looking to integrate into the process. But that's I would say that's where I tell people to start. And then secondly, I would say that the second piece is uh, education. A lot of this now requires new ways of thinking, new ways of process, and, and, and you want the education, things like design thinking, to be at the, at the level, from the level of engagement all the way through to those who manage the engagement and are shaping it. So I, I find design thinking, when people are thinking about design, a lot of the, I and I always tell people, a lot of the ideas come from the front lines, people who are actually doing this day in and day out. If they have the right tools, they're going to come up with suggestions of how to employ the technology better for a better response and a better outcome. I think a third third thing that uh, that can be done is that as much as you think about CX on one end and, and the strategies around human-centered design, that the world of cybersecurity come hand in hand with that planning. So it's not the back end or the afterthought, it's coming together at the planning stages as so that they could see, okay, here are the things that have to be accommodated. Here's how we have to plan our data management strategy. Here's how we have to think about how cyber is going to impact that data management strategy. So I would also say that the realm of cyber and, and those that provide the tools have to come hand in hand as we're thinking about the, the customer experiences. Joe, do you have any examples of agencies incorporating total experience methodologies to create more seamless and user-centric interactions for both citizens and employees? Sure, I'll give you, give you one. Um, it all started for us, uh, and, and we, we, we've been involved, obviously, with building customer experiences for many of the federal agencies over the years. We really crafted, uh, started crafting the human-centered design approach a number of years ago. Obviously, the pandemic became an inflection point of how we had to bring uh, the, the full capabilities of what we knew, know and did across federal government to bear for CDC. So what we were able to do was, was really start with uh, the, the nature of the citizen in mind. And it had to, we had to think about this across the country because it had to be very holistic and support the country, not just the one set of the population or two, you know, different a geography, but it had to be the whole country. So we had to start thinking about, well, what does that mean? And how do we bring that together? So we started by, by crafting a human-centered people-first agenda, and then rapidly bringing the maximum scale to, to the problem, our ability to, to rapidly stand up uh, contact centers, a rap the ability to be omni-channel and to deliver an omni-channel experience the ability to be secure uh, and, and to drive secure through a Fed ramp, uh, our technology and through through the use of Fed ramp, the ability to to uh, employ the latest in chatbots so that questions can be answered quickly and efficiently, the ability to bring together multiple data sets to make sure that we, we were accurately answering and responding to questions. And then then the the ability to make sure those questions could be handled by a chatbot, a, a digital experience or an omnichannel digital experience, or a contact center agent, all seamlessly, all delivering to the mission requirements on behalf of the CDC. So there, there's a, a very solid example of using that the approach we're talking about to solve a mission problem and to create a mission outcome. And then secondly, we're bringing those set of tools and capabilities around the emerging tool sets, whether that's AI or whether that's the latest in data management. 
things like that. We're bringing those tools to our ability to scale from a mission perspective to customize around the customer experience, the customer impact that that our, our clients are requiring. Thank you, Joe. Now, do you have any final thoughts you'd like to share before we wrap up our conversation on total experience? Last thought I wanted to leave you is really around the concepts of AI. We hear a lot of talk and discussion around AI today. Uh, and in these discussions that we're hearing around AI, some of them come with fear and interpretation, et cetera. But the, the way we approach the conversation around AI is once again, back at the human-centered design, at the, the design of the total experience. We're thinking about how the mission outcome has to be reflected in, in the service to the citizen. So when you think about mission outcome being reflected to the service of the citizen and built around a human-centered design methodology and process, then you're able to consider the various technologies that need to come into play to deliver that. And then you're able to consider the guardrails that have to be around that technology. We're already, we're, we're already leveraging FedRAMP to make sure the tools that we have and bring into play meet the FedRAMP guidelines. But beyond that is to really think about the, the use of the tools and tool sets uh, in delivering a citizen service that meets the compliance and the needs around compliance for that agency and also the outcome as relates to that citizen. That's what we think is so important. And so when we look at the, the use of AI, we see it more and more being rooted once again in how do we see the outcome we want to create for the total experience. Thank you, Joe, for joining us today. And a big thank you to our listeners for tuning in. If you're interested in staying up to date on the best practices and proven strategies for leveraging innovative technologies in federal, state, and local government, be sure to visit governmenttechnologyinsider.com. I've been your host, Lucas Hunsaker, and until next time, so long.